preparing with each other and we're walking into this on Sunday morning, we're not preparing a message. We're truly trying to hone in on being with you. Yeah. So I pray that Absolutely. today that you really truly feel like, wow, God took time to give them a word for me um, that and that we are all taking time to be together. So welcome, especially if this is one of your first times with us. If it's part of your goals for your new year to kind of close that gap, um, being uh, maybe feeling like you could, could be closer with God, welcome if you have found us through trying to find a church online, yeah. so uh, through uh, TKC, uh, the food outreach that we do in partnership with uh, Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation, welcome. And if you are um, our tried and true yes. tribe, our tribe. welcome. We're so glad that we get to be with you today. And I'm Kyle, by the way, this is Danielle, if you uh, are newer uh, to, to connect. And um, I know some are, are new and have actually never got a chance to yeah. meet us yet in person. And we want to let you know that's coming, hopefully, uh, sooner than later. Um, keep praying for the building. I know many of you took the tour. Uh, this uh, past Christmas Eve, Eve uh, had such a fantastic time. want to just, uh, um, in just a few moments, we're going to actually start by taking communion. Yeah. So if you uh, can run, if you, yeah. didn't, if you didn't bring anything yet, uh, run and grab something. Maybe you already have your coffee there. Uh, grab a Triscuit, a Triscuit, a Triscuit. Wow. Come on. Okay. A biscuit, scone, a Triscuit, a scone, <laughs> a croissant, uh, whatever you have. Uh, and and we're going to we're gonna do that in just a moment. I, I, I have great news. Dee, I love our uh, family and kids pastors. Oh, Kevin and Lisa McKinney, you guys are, are rock stars. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. If you have kids, you already know it. If you don't have kids, can I just, I, man, we've got phenomenal yeah. uh, pa uh, for kids and family pastors. They, they We had great reports already this morning yes. about how... Um, kids' lives are being uh, really yeah. engaged and yeah. drawn to Jesus. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we we work so hard to um, still have a community of church here in Big Kids Church. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kevin and Lisa do the exact same thing to create that community for our kids. So just a shout out to them of gratitude. And even harder. I think their job might be even harder because so oh, many yeah. of our children are having to engage school yes. via video right now oh, yeah. that really they're like, I'm done with yeah. it by, by Sunday. And yet um, we just hear parent after parent talking about how great things are. And I want to let you know at the new Cherry Hill campus, there's going to be great children's, new children's facilities as well. Praise the Lord. It's going to be amazing. I know. <laughs> uh, really excited. Hey, uh, before we get into communion, if you are a guest this morning, I want to find out a little bit more about church. If if you want to uh, register for our, our, our sign up for some of our uh, uh, discipleship programs that are out there, things that we do, uh, people who are going to help you walk out this thing right. called life, you can go to our Linktree app that's right there. I know on all of our, uh, all of our, yeah, the, the, it's there. Um, and just find out more. Don't. This is what I want to encourage you. This is this is really a word that's on my heart for 2021. Uh, you know, just because the calendar changed and we're starting a new year, uh, we can, that 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 just that accidentally happens. Can I just say, look, right. we're we're in 2021, and yet there's still we're still going to have to deal with pandemic issues. Uh, and even though the calendar changed over, there's still things that were aren't going to change yet. We can't be passive in our lives like that. Just because the calendar changed uh, and there's and there's a new date, um, it, it doesn't bring newness into our life unless we actually bring those things in ourselves with 
the help of the Holy Spirit by, yes. by, by actually investing. The Bible's clear. You reap what you sow. When you sow things in the Spirit, you'll reap things from the Spirit. Things aren't going to just mm. happen because the calendar changes. I, you know, you and I hear this yeah. all the time. Woo, it's 21, 21. All these new things are going to happen. No. Yeah. God's blessings, God's mercies are new every morning. That's always, that's true. And by the way, was true in 2020. <laughs> so the yeah. truth is, you know, if you want something different, we say this all the time, if you want something different tomorrow, you've got to do something different today. And that really is sowing in, uh, sowing into your health, your wholeness, your uh, your walk with God, the 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 spiritual life of your family, um, really knowing and experiencing the love of God and making that love known. So I just wanted to really encourage you with that. And as we head into 2021, it's not going to happen by chance. Yep, the calendar turned, and that happens every year. Uh, and there's a new year, but it doesn't mean there's going to be something new in our life. Uh, unless we actually engage with the newness of God uh, in a new way this year. Yeah. Ready hey, for communion? Yeah, I'm right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm absolutely ready for communion. Okay. So we're going to start off this year uh, by just hopping in to encountering Jesus in, in a new way, as he has uh, commanded us to do, and, and not just commanded us, but encouraged us to do, to yeah. find him in this moment. This is not a moment of religion. This, yeah. is a, this is a moment to remind us of a relationship and the cost that that relationship had. Uh, to bring us to Jesus. Yeah. And, um, you know, oftentimes when, if you're in a church service and, uh, you know, we take communion, we often read uh, the scripture based in uh, Luke 22 about when Jesus shared um, himself with his um, disciples. And there was just one thing I wanted to read before we um, take it. And, you know, you can do this in your home. You don't Absolutely. need to be in church and you don't need to have the right things. You don't need to have like a holy wafer. You can just go, I always tell you, grab a Cheerio. <laughs> it doesn't matter because it's not about the actual, um, the actual element. element. It truly is about communing with Jesus. That's right. Remembering what he did and drawing near to him because he's already drawing near to us. This yes. whole act of communion is Jesus drawing near to us. So it's just our response to him. So there are times when you can feel like you need a reset um, I've talked good, to the dude. church many times before. Sometimes we need to take some EVOO. We need to take some Italian olive oil. We need to take some vegetable oil and go through our house and declare that that, that house, that space is his and his alone. And as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and anoint the doors, you know, not any, because there's anything special in the oil, but it's a standard, raising up a standard against the enemy. And communion is a reminder, and it is communion, but it also reminds us and, and the enemy whose we are. That's right. And who we belong That's to. That's right. So the only thing I wanted to point out before we do it, and like you'll see, I don't do it the way that Kyle does it. Kyle's very good at doing communion. I am not. But this is how I do communion when it's just me and Jesus. So this is how we're going to do it this morning. Um, but the verse is this, and it says, when the hour, verse 14, when the hour had come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles were with him. And then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And it's as simple as that, but yeah. I was thinking to myself, you know, if I knew that suffering was coming my way, I don't know if I would be so eager to do the thing yes. that I knew was going to come right before it that would basically trigger that yeah, and now is, the suffering yeah, 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 begins, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Like I've been fervently desiring this moment. 
And I think that that's what I just wanted to bring our attention to this morning. You can grab your bread or whatever you have. And um, the fact that Jesus would be eager, he would be fervently desiring to be with his people, even before he knew that it would be for that suffering, it so speaks to me of who he is. And that's who I want to remember this morning. And that's who I want to mark my beginning of my year for. So let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that your fervent desire has always been and will always be for us. It wasn't just for those uh, apostles that surrounded Jesus that was symbolic mm. of lovers of him, people who have yet to, love him, uh, yet to love him, God. We know that through your son you were making a way. And I love that you revealed a portion of your heart, even in that moment right before the suffering, that you said that you have been fervently desiring that time with us. So Jesus, this morning, as we, t- as we take whatever bread we have as a reminder of your broken body, we say thank you for yes, fervently yes. desiring to be broken yes. so that we could know you better. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's partake. Mm. All right, and just get whatever you have now to, to drink. Mm. And let's pray. God, I think about the blood that you had to be willing to see poured out for us. And this morning I choose to remember that it is up against the backdrop of fervent desire. Mm. I thank you that that blood was not, was not poured out begrudgingly. It was poured out willingly, lovingly unconditionally because you fervently desire to be with us yes Lord. and as we drink this in remembrance of you mm-hmm. I pray today father that we would learn what it means slowly mm-hmm. but in our humanity that we would still learn what it means to fervently desire to be with you in return yes We know that suffering didn't just end with the turn of the calendar, but God, we pray that even if there is suffering that awaits us, we pray that the thing that we desire the Mm. most is to be near you. And with this, we draw near today in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. Do you, you know, just before we hop in, um, when we were just taking that that old hymn, Oh, the blood of Jesus. Mm. Oh, the blood of Jesus. He washes white as snow. Would you just sing that over us yeah. as, as a prayer? Uh, there's, you know, can I just say something to you today? Um, I'm so thankful every time I come to this cup for me uh, because, uh, because so much of my past was raised in um, having to be good, do good. Right. Uh, God was always mad. Um, I better watch out, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this cup reminds me, it's not about my work at all. It's really the work of Jesus Christ. Um, And that there should, his his act of love gives me an uh, an opportunity to actually love him back. And uh, it washed everything. Because I've done some messed up stuff. Everything. If you've done messed up stuff, you can say, Kyle, you don't know what I've done. You don't know. No, no, no. There's not one thing. 
Not one, not one, not one. If he could take a murderer like Paul, come on, and actually cleanse him and use him, he can use any one of us and cleanse us, that blood of Jesus. So can you just sing that over us? Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It was Father, may that set people free today. Lord, we claim that. We proclaim that over every life listening today. Father, may the voice of guilt and shame, uh, embarrassment, Lord God, condemnation, may they be silenced in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that the blood of Jesus is more powerful than any, any, any sin that causes separation, any thought, any action, Lord God, any deception of our heart, Lord God. I thank you that your blood is victorious above all all things by the blood of Jesus, Lord, and by your stripes we are healed spiritually, emotionally, physically today. We claim the blood of Jesus on those who are sick, Lord God, yes. and for, to bring yes. healing in Jesus' name over cancer, amen, amen, over disease, amen. over depression, yes. over any addiction, yes. Lord God. Father, I pray today for the blood of Jesus to set yes. people free from guilt and shame and condemnation in yes. Jesus' name. I pray for the blood of Jesus to bring restoration yes. and restoration reconciliation and broken relationships yes, this yes, year. Yes, I pray, Lord God, that yes, the blood God. of Jesus may be uh, the weapon that it is against any weapon the enemy may yes. use against us. In the name of Jesus, we bind ourselves, every listener, Lord God, every family member, every, yes. every generation that is coming, that comes Amen. from our loins, Lord God. Father, we bind them to the blood of Jesus Christ that makes us whiter than snow, that, that, that sets us free, that brings healing, wholeness, and salvation in the name of Jesus. And together in faith today, we say amen. So be it. Amen and amen and amen. And my amen. friends, I believe today that there are people who just prayed that, that, that there are chains right now of, of condemnation, chains of shame, chains of, 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 of disappointment that said, God can't use you, bless you. This thing is for someone else that are falling off right now yeah. because the blood of Jesus is not simply something that we talk about. Yeah. Blood of The blood of Jesus is before the Father's eyes every day. And the blood of Jesus covers the mercy seat. And it is the blood of Jesus that covers our hearts. It's the blood of Jesus that soaks us, that redeems us, that sets us free, that allows the Spirit to sanctify and restore and redeem. So I just want to encourage you today. The blood of Jesus is not something that happened 2,000 years ago on the cross. The blood of Jesus is something that happens today in our lives because He's poured out fresh and new every day. Well, man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this word today. I'm excited. We're going to do part two um, of what we started to talk about last yeah. week. 
Uh, and last week we started to talk a little bit about um, kind of you're going the wrong way and uh, that quote from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Hey, you're going the wrong way. Which way? How do you know which way we're going? And, uh, and, and today we're going to talk a little bit differently. Last week we talked about maybe the wrong way to go. Today I want to talk about the right way to go. Um, so if you brought your Bible, can you turn with me to Matthew chapter 2? We're going to continue the story. Um, but we're going to, the challenge I think today, babe, and you and I have been talking a little bit about this, there is a path that is less traveled. Mm-hmm. If you are, if you're looking for a sermon title today, it's the path less traveled, because I think in our world today we're looking so much to be accepted, so much to fit in, and the church has tried to fit in so much. And we talk this wrestling point all the time about uh, the tension between being culturally relevant and spiritually significant. And I think at times, even in our own lives, we're we're so trying to fit in and get happiness, mm-hmm. get acceptance. Um, feel like we're part of something, part of of people, that uh, we really do exchange spiritual significance at times. Mm -hmm. Um, And we find ourselves walking on on the broad road rather than the narrow road. And uh, I'm not just talking about salvation. Um, because look, there's only one way to be saved. That's Jesus. There aren't many roads to God. There's only one. His name is Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm talking about wholeness. I'm talking about peace. I'm talking about yeah. joy. Yeah. I'm talking about healthy relationships. I, I'm talking about how to uh, stay in a healthy love relationship with God and with people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, uh, those things I think are challenged when yeah. we're when we keep doing what you know. There's that old uh, old saying. You know, what's the definition of insanity? doing the same thing over and over again and mm-hmm. expecting different results. Mm-hmm. Look, church, I don't want to... That's just the definition of brokenness. Right, exactly. That's just what we do when we're broken. I don't want, to, I don't, I don't want an insane life. I don't mm-hmm. want the insanity. To, it wasn't 2020 that made certain things insane in my life. It was me doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. uh, and not differently that, that yeah. brought some insanity. So, yeah. um, look, uh, today, you know, we're going we're gonna to look at Matthew 2, but I love that Jesus says in Matthew 70... Can we tell them first that there's gonna be today's gonna be a little different. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to say. That. I was waiting we're for gonna, the cue. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do this a little differently today. Uh, you know, Dean and I really have been talking uh, this week about a lot of this, and and she shared so many amazing things last week that were so deep and so powerful, and um, you know, um, we just really felt like this week there was something that was inside of me that I wanted to be able to share with you, and so. Right. Um, and as, as the dad of the house, as the senior pastor, yeah. as that mantle over us, you yeah. know, like um, we need to hear from what God speaks into your spirit. We need to hear that. And um, yeah, God has been so great, gracious in being able to utilize, you know, this scenario. Um, and he always shows up. He always has something to say. But there are times when God truly will deposit only something into the head of this house. Yeah, absolutely. And so absolutely. I'll be sitting here. I don't know if I'll <laughs> interject. I know you'll look at me a lot. I've been and I just don't want them to think no, that no, no. that's her cue. I look at her a lot just to, as inclusion, right? Because it's like, yeah, what's wrong with you? I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm in. Thanks, babe, for saying that because I do think there's something stirring inside me today. It's been stirring since yes, I really saw this verse. Yeah. Um, you know, that we'll get to in a second about the wise men. But Jesus says in Matthew 7, babe, that there's a narrow road. Mm-hmm. There's a narrow gate. And few find it. Broad is the, broad is the road that, that leads to destruction. Yeah. Our hearts as pastors for you is not just that you are saved and get to spend eternity in heaven. Our hearts as pastors for you is that you experience all of the blessings of heaven on earth as well. And that you walk in the wholeness that that blood purchased. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the truth of it all. 
And so that's a narrow road. That is a, a road less traveled. That's what Jesus said. But there's a road there, and he made yes. it possible for us. Amen. He's not asking you to make the road. You don't have to till the road. You don't have to plow yeah. the road. He already did the work. But we do have to choose to walk down the road. And that's what 2021 right now is about. Are we going to choose to walk the path less traveled? You know, in, in the text in, in Matthew 2, babe, um, it, the wise men, uh, came to mm -hmm. see see Jesus. They follow. You guys remember the story. They followed the star. They come to Herod. He tells them to go seek out the child. Then come back. They're warned in a dream not to go back, and uh, and and the God says go a different road, different route. And uh, I believe that that's a word for us as as people, as men and women of God for 2021. It's not getting into a new calendar. It's getting into a different route, a different road yeah. than we've traveled before, a road less traveled, a way that you haven't gone before that Jesus has laid out. Not just that's different, not just that that's offbeat, man, that Jesus has laid out. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what I want to really talk about this the, uh, right today. I want to maybe challenge us to take a different road this year, mm -hmm. to bless and not uh, and not curse, right? To speak life mm -hmm. and not death, to, to unite and not divide, to purpose to seek uh, the, the kingdom uh, first rather than our comfort first. And mm -hmm. uh, that man, that's a draw right now, man. Our yeah. comfort first is a draw inside and outside. Our comfort first, but that's a that is a road. The kingdom first is a road less traveled. Um, and so, look, the the text says this, and and we're, I'm just going to encapsulate it because we 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 started to talk about it last week. But Matthew two, uh, in verse nine, it starts to talk about that the wise men follow the star. They come to Herod. Um, Herod warns them and asks them to come back. They follow the star to see to meet Jesus. They fall down. They worship him. They give him uh, all sorts of gifts. And then verse twelve says this. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way, by a different route, by a different route. Um, and I really believe, church, that is for us today. That is the word that God is speaking to us as Connect Church, as men and women of faith, as American Christians today. Man, is there, there is a different route to take in 2021. Uh, there's a different approach to it. It's not just making good New Year's resolutions. Like you and I believe in resolutions. Mm -hmm. Resolutions are good. They're good goals, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they're good. They're good goals. I'm not talking about new resolutions. I'm talking about a yeah. new direction. Yeah. A new direction. And it's a God-given direction. A word that came from God that actually gave them direction mm -hmm. for their lives. Direction. It's something when you get a word from God, it's something you can put faith in. Because faith is actually trust and obedience. It's not just belief. I, I can believe the promises of God. I can believe the commandments of God. I can believe the word of God. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't change anything. It's actually right. faith. I'm saved by grace through faith. It's putting belief into action and then trusting God to do the rest of it. And I think one thing that you and I have learned, I think, babe, throughout the pandemic, um, just as we watched people and even our own lives, is that there were a lot of things that we had counted on to fill us up. Oh, for sure. To distract us, to kind of entertain us. Yeah. Um, and there were there were a lot of things directing us, mm -hmm. but not very many things that were giving direction to us. And that very, is very that good. that is a distinction that we need to understand. And the problem is there are a lot of we're looking to get back to those things that were directing us as if they were giving us direction. They weren't giving us direction. Really they were just like a current that took us wherever, here and there. And actually the Bible says, beware of those kind of things. Mm. Being being uh, tossed to and fro, Paul says, yeah. uh, it, with every wind, with every wave. No, 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 we've got a, we, there's a direction that the word of God has for you. Seek the word of God. 
man, get a word from God like these wise men did. That is actually what, and God, and you spoke last week so powerfully about understanding that God will give you a word. Yeah, I really want people to remember that. And if you didn't, if this is the first time that you're with us or if you missed last week, make sure that you go back on like I think it's mm. on our Facebook or whatever. Yeah, it's on uh, YouTube account, Facebook, yeah. Yeah. That you go back and listen to that because sometimes we look at this. Well, of course the wise man would get the word. Correct, correct. Of course the wise man's going to hear from God, but no, like he's not hiding himself. He's not keeping his word not a to himself. Conceal. He's not trying to um, make us hunt for it like treasure yeah. hunters. So he, every one of us, just a normal human that wants to hear from God, wants to understand His ways. He will share himself. So that's Absolutely. really important that we, we hold on to because we're talking about a word. You're like, well, where do I get this word? Correct. It's like from him. He will give a word. He will give because it's himself. His Correct. word is, is him. So he will give that portion of himself to us. Yeah, from from, from his word, from the written yep. word, from his still small voice, from the Holy Spirit, the urging yes. of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Through so many w yeah. ways we can hear the Holy Spirit and hear the voice of God. And that's what God is looking for, I think, this year. Um, I love that Moses says uh, in Exodus 33, he said, uh, if, God, if you don't go, Lord, if you don't go with me, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, if, if, there's not, if you're not directing me, why am I even going? The promised land may be good, but if you're not actually leading me, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Right? Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, the word goes forth and doesn't come back void. It does the work it's called to do. That means the word has direction and purpose. Direction and purpose. The word of God gives direction and and purpose. And I think in this 2021, we need some direction and purpose in our life. It's not just getting back to the old way. Getting, I just want to get back to church. I want to get back to the way it was. I want to get back to normal. I don't want to get back to normal. I want to get into healthy. I don't, I don't want to get back to the old. I want to get into the new. God says in his word, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Uh, there's a new thing. There's waters in the desert. That's what God, there, there's rivers bursting forth in, in, in dry land. Peter, when Peter, do you remember when Peter was challenged in John 6 um, about, so, well, you know, you don't like the word that I said? Mm -hmm. You want to leave? And Peter said, where else can I go? Yeah. Only you have the words yeah. of eternal life. Mm. And that's the thing about the word of God, D. I think every time that we respond to it, it leads us into a deeper revelation of who he is. Yeah. Because that's actually the purpose. It's yeah. not just to get us. Say, that's why we have into, to desire it. Yes, that, correct. That, that does purify us because a lot of times we want a word so what? We know what's coming in the future? Or is it because we want make to, something better for us? Right, exactly. Yeah. Or have like a have the corner market on how to make something happen. Yes, correct. That's supposed correct. to happen anyway correct. or whatever. Correct. Or is it really about that communion of understanding who he is and carrying that? with us and communing with him even closer and that that's i think that's the the new route the the really new route is actually getting a deeper revelation of who he is mm -hmm. um and really getting to know him and his love towards us and how to really love him back and we're going to talk about that i think in a minute but I, I love the fact that why does god say to them take a different route mm -hmm. why why is he saying to you and i take a different route what, why did he say that to the wise men? We have to ask that question. Is it just he didn't like the road that they took before? No, because he understood that going back the way they came was a trap. My friends, there are traps in going back to the way. It wasn't necessarily wrong the way they came. 
But there are traps that are being set by the enemy. There's traps to get, of, of going back into old comforts that keep us from walking into new levels of faith. There are things that there are traps that take us back into uh, uh, into uh, certain levels of relationships that'll keep us from having deeper levels of relationships with Jesus. It's just the way that it is. God sees the way that you came. He doesn't have to condemn that way, but he's going to tell us that there's a different way. You, you remember this. When, when, when we first came back after, uh, you know, started ministry and started church and so many people were trying to get me to go back into football, like be a part, use football. Okay. Uh, you know, I was very successful, especially in this area and, you know, go back and coach and you can do all this. And, and I did that for a little, I actually gave into that because I loved football. Um, and I gave into that for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and, and there's nothing wrong with football. There's nothing wrong with coaching. Some of the greatest things in my life were instilled in me by, right. by football coaches. It's not that. It, 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 it's that when I did that, babe, it, it actually it, it stirred pride in me. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't have been stirred. It, it, it connected me to old yeah. thought processes and habits that I shouldn't have had. It, it, it took time away yeah. from our family, right? Yeah. And, and from what I've called to do. It wasn't bad. It, it, it didn't make football right. bad. It was just wrong for that season. For that season, because God had a different word for me in that season. It seemed logical. Oh, right. go back. You can, you know, all the good things. Mm-hmm. You get to know the kids and their families. Yeah. You can go to the church that way. Yeah. Oh, you give back to community. You know, all the logical, natural things. And that's what we have to be careful of. The natural, logical things that take us back to things that feel comfortable. That felt comfortable for me. But God didn't need me comfortable. He needed me uncomfortable. Not So I didn't rely on myself. I relied on him. And that's the, look, the Bible says, uh, 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 as a dog goes back to his vomit, so a fool goes back to his folly. We shouldn't be going back to things that actually we digested before. We need to go into something new. Manna was good for one day, but when you kept it to him for a second day, spoiled. It was maggots. That's why. I, I think the reality is, my friends, we, in this 2021, like the wise men, we get to choose to walk into a different path. But when we walk into that different path, can I encourage you? Uh, the old king, the old ruler, isn't going to be happy. Uh, they ticked off Herod. I mean, they ticked him off. Because Herod said, come back. I'm the ruler. I'm, I, I, I have all say in this land. You may be, you may be seeking, but I'm, I, I got all say. And they ticked him off. They didn't do what he wanted them to do. Now, Herod was not someone that you ticked off. By the way, he killed wives, he killed family members, he killed sons. Caesar, 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 who was corrupt beyond measure, said of Herod, it's safer to be a pig in his court than one of his sons. That's how messed up this dude was. He would have known the route that they had come. He probably would have sent assassins. They would have laid traps. And if they would have went back, if they would have heard the word of God and said, hey, that's a good idea, but I'm comfortable with the route that I came with. There probably would have been death on the other side. There are roads, my friends, that you and I have walked before that maybe weren't even wrong, but we can't go back to them because they're traps. I'm not just talking about sin. That's obvious. I'm talking about maybe our lack of really pursuing discipleship. I'm talking about maybe the our casual connection to the house and to, to Jesus and maybe things that uh, are keeping us from taking deeper steps of levels of faith and love with him. There are things that we can't go back to because there are traps that keep us 
uh, and will actually take us out. I, do you remember, D? Uh, I was thinking about this the other day because you know I love lions. And, and by the way, that's my deal with God in heaven. Uh, two things I get, many of you know this, I get a lion and I get to be able to sing. Come on, somebody. It's going to be good. I'm going to be able to sing while I'm riding my lion uh, in heaven. I love lions. And I, it, it disturbed me. Do you remember in 2015, yeah. there's the story about the uh, Minnesota dentist that went in, uh, into, into Zimbabwe game reserve um, and killed this famous lion, mm -hmm. Cecil the lion. There was a famous lion there, Cecil the lion. And, um, and this, this hunter wanted him as a prize. And so what they did is they, they went and they placed blood along the track that, he, that Cecil would normally walk yeah. uh, to entice him. And that blood uh, led him out. They opened a gate that was meant to be a boundary that kept him in because inside that gate, it was a preserve. It was illegal to shoot him kept him safe, and they put out his favorite snack, uh, uh, an elephant carcass. And so when he was walking down the same track he'd always walked, he got a, a scent of the blood, walked out the gate, come on, that was meant to keep him in and safe, the boundary, towards his favorite snack, something he hungered for. And when he walked out that gate, when he left that boundary, he was shot and killed. That's what the enemy does to you and I. There are tracks that we have walked down our whole life and have been good. But the enemy wants to take you out. So he's going to put a blood trail next to that track. He's going to give you a scent of success, a scent of significance, a scent of acceptance, a scent that will draw you in. He will remove a boundary that is meant to keep you safe. And the moment that you cross, it'll lay out the snacks that you like, the things that will draw you in. And the moment that you cross over, he is meant to take you out. And it's not just you. It destroys your whole family. Matter of fact, Cecil's brother, uh, Jericho, after that, kept coming back to that same fence over and over again because he had the mm. scent of his, what his brother did. And, uh, you know, that's why Paul says in Ephesians 4, 27, don't give the enemy a foothold. This year, let's not give the enemy a foothold. There are things that, that, that there are tracks that, like I said, it doesn't necessarily even have to be sin. Yep, there are areas of sin we need to recognize. But there are some, there are some things of apathy. There are some things right. of, of the king and the kingdom that just we haven't walked down yet. There, there are new roads towards God, new roads of that, that, that bring peace and joy instead of just happiness and contentment. There, there's deeper levels of faith and just belief and, and, and salvation that are out there that, that God wants us to be able to walk down. I love 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. He says, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and pilgrims. You love that word. Sojourners and pilgrims uh, to abstain from the passions of the flesh that wage war on your soul. Can I say something about that? Yeah, please. When I was reading that through in the notes, God, I just felt like he wanted me to highlight one thing. When we read that type of scripture, we in ourselves focus in on the, what was the wording about the flesh? Uh, we abstain from the passions of the flesh. The passions of the flesh. So as a human, right, because you're so connected to the things that trip your flesh up yep. or passions that you have that you shouldn't have, that that's what we focus on. So even in the word, the enemy is distracting us. You're like, oh, passions of the flesh. Yeah, passions correct, correct, flesh. correct, correct, the, correct. The, the focus of that is they, these are things that are waging war yep. on your soul. So if you were to watch footage, Saving Private Ryan. Love that movie. Okay, so if you were to watch, you always talk about like the first 
I forget what you always say, but I, maybe like the first 20 minutes of that movie. I haven't Dude, seen it. Dude, I, I, I made the mistake, and you and I have talked about this before. I made the mistake of getting, like, I hadn't eaten lunch, and I got lunch at the at the movie theater and oh, brought it in right. with me. I remember that. Just yeah. as the movie started, I never ate that bad yeah. boy. <laughs> first yeah. 20 minutes, powerful. Right, and I, again, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm hoping I'm not quoting this incorrectly, but a lot of times you, you, there's so much carnage. So much carnage. Right, in war. That if you were to watch that scene and then and then think that is the war, that's what it looks like that the Correct. enemy is tact with with tact, Ta- tactically tactically yes. waging against your soul. It's like that. It's so we. It's like oh, the passions of the flesh, kind of like oh, so that might be the portal. Correct. But that's not the focus. God is trying to always show us. The enemy has a his goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. So that war that he is mentioning in that scripture, it's a real war, and it really is being waged against our soul. It's something that has a weight to it, that has an ugliness to it, Correct. that has a plan to it. It's it's not just you know, has willy nilly. Yeah. No, D. What you just said is so we we we. I think as Christians, we're not thinking tactically. Correct. And he does yes, think tactically. And he does. And we're, we're just counting on the grace of God to get us mm-hmm. through. But God called us actually to put on the armor of God, to yeah. actually stand and fight, um, to, to actually go at this thing in our lives because our mind, will, and emotions are what we are called to actually uh, trans- see transformed by the power of yes. His Word and His Spirit, yes. right? The renewing of our mind. And there's things that are actively our attitudes, there are long-term habits, mm-hmm. long-term pursuits that we have had, there's lifestyle choices mm-hmm. that are waging war on our feelings, our yeah. mindset, our you know, our desires in life. And you know, this year, I need to say this year, man, I've I've seen them pop up. You take certain restraints off, yeah, certain things that hid those kind of things, yeah. and all sorts of things pop up. Yeah. Our need to be right no matter what. Come on, somebody. Our need to be right, no matter what the damage, our, our politics over his presence in a circumstance, our, our, our sense, our pursuit of our rights over yeah. his sense of righteousness, yeah. our, 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 our drive for happiness instead of really wholeness. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, holiness. Church, these are things that, that are waging war in our soul, and we don't even know it. We've given them friendly names. Yes, yeah. It's my That's right. really good. We've made it a friend. No. I'm entitled to It's that. his right. I don't have rights. I'm a servant of his. I'm a slave. I'm a doulos of Jesus Christ. Man, I'm not my own. I bought at a price. This is the price. His blood, his body. I, I'm not my own. I don't have rights. I serve a king and a kingdom and a cause. That's bigger than my happiness. That's bigger than my political view on the world. And can I just say this? Just, just as a saying, man, I have seen every political party have power at different times, and the world is still here. Come on, somebody. They were disappointed with Herod. They were disappointed with their political party at the time. And Jesus still showed up. Come on, I'm believing Jesus is showing up this year in our nation in 2021. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It, ma- it matters who's in God's house. That's the powerful truth. I'm going to move on from that. But I just want to encourage you in that there's these things that rise up that we've called friends. Our friends? They're not my friends. Contrary. I cannot go back to the Herods of my life. And that's, that's a road I can't take any longer. I can't go back to the massive manipulators. Herod was a massive manipulator. 
He wanted it his way. He saw things only from how it was going to benefit or harm him. My friends, you and I have Herods living inside of us internally and externally that, we, that, that only see things through how it comes out best for us. There is a different way. There's this story that's so tragic to you in 1 Kings chapter 13 uh, about a young prophet and an old prophet. Mm -hmm. A young prophet uh, hears a word from God and God says, don't go back the same road you came, take a different road, and don't even eat on that road. Get out of this area. Just go. I've got a plan for you. Mm -hmm. As he's traveling down the road that the word of God says, an old prophet comes and manipulates him and says, no, 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 come back and do me an honor. Yeah, and he goes, no, no, but God's word said. And he goes, I know what God's word said, but can't you just come be friends with me? Just come eat with me, and then I'll release you to go. And the young prophet is manipulated into this moment. And then this is what verse 24 says of 1 Kings 13. As the young prophet left the old prophet's house, he is killed, and a lion jumps out and kills him on the road. Now, I would think it should kill the old prophet. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, if there's yeah, justice, yeah. the old right, prophet yeah. should die. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what's stirring in me. That's messed up, God. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. No, 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 no. Listen, this is why God is saying, I gave you a word. It doesn't matter what old voice of manipulation comes. Mm -hmm. I gave you a word. Get off the old road. Get on the new road. Don't even eat of the old life. There is a new life that's meant to be feeding us. There's a new life in this. There's a new life found in eating of discipleship, eating of, of the preaching of God's word, eating of the teaching of God's word, eating of the love of God for your life, eating of the holiness, eating of the righteousness, eating of praying in the spirit and, and, and walking in the spirit of God, getting a commune with the Holy Spirit of God. Look at this truth. I, look at the, how much did God love them? That God said to them, don't go back that old way. Yeah. I have a new way for you. And when he says that to you and I, it wasn't just a hard road. It was Jesus becomes the road. Mm. Look at the price he paid. How much does he love us? Look at the price that he paid for us. This is why, my friends, this is why we need a different road in 2021 than the road of comfort, than the road of culture, than the road of familiarity and friendship to the old. Man, there's a new road. It was bought at a price and it's not because he's mad at you. It's because he madly loves you. And he's looking for us to bring about change in our life. It's why we need discipleship, preaching, teaching the word. I love the stories in 2 Samuel 23 of David's mighty men, right? When you read the mighty men, yeah. I do. I love these stories. Yeah. And I've preached on them many times because these are the men that shaped the nation. Yeah. They, they, create, they, they changed the world. They're awesome, right? And, you know, one of them stands with a, a spear against 800 and, and overcomes it. One is battling so long, his hand freezes to the sword. He can't even yeah. move his hand. And three of them, my, one of my favorite stories, three of them break through the battle lines of the enemy, mm -hmm. go to, just to get a drink from a well for David. Like, these guys were crazy. Powerful, They're insane in what they did, incredible things. But they didn't start like that. No, they did not. First Samuel 22 says that they were distressed. Mm -hmm. They were in debt. Listen to this. They were bitter in their soul. They had given in to the things mm -hmm. that waged war against yeah. the soul. Yeah. What was different? They took a different road because they got around a different king. Mm -hmm. They had been around Saul. And instead of going back to the yeah. ways of Saul, they got around David. Good. You have been living under Saul. Connect church. We need to be around David. 
We need to get in his presence. We need to get around the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need to immerse ourselves in the word. We need to immerse ourselves with a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Maybe I don't even know what that is. Stay tuned. Come on. Get, get, be a part of chat room. Get a part of fours and shoulder to shoulder. Be around the teaching and the word of God. I promise you the Holy Spirit doesn't want to conceal himself. He wants to reveal himself in your life and empower you so that you can know who Jesus is. You know, the route, I think, D, in the last kind of five or six minutes, I, I want to talk about as church. Because one of the ways that I, that, that's burning inside of me, it's been burning inside of you, and I'm just catching up, right? It's, we were talking about, no, 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 it's, it's good. D's been, like, D has this prophetic gift, right? So she, like, talks about stuff years and months down, you know, ago, and then I, and like, it takes me a while to catch up, and then I'll be like, hey, I got this revelation, you're like, I've been saying that. And any parent. Any parent knows that. this, because if you have a teenager, they like, the, you're saying something to them, and then like, one, they Your don't listen. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, mom, I heard this new yeah. thing, the teacher yeah. said, you know, I've been <laughs> yeah. saying. But I, you feel this, I think you feel this way, you've been saying this for so long, but uh, the road, my friends, that we need to travel as a church, as a people, a word for us is making love known. We need to learn. We need to embrace not being just being loved by God, but making the love of God known. Make, making the love of God known to God. How do we love him back? Making the love of God known to his bride, to our community, even to ourselves. Because that sets certain things free inside of us. You know, over the last year or so, babe, I've heard so many times, what the church needs is more faith. What the church needs is more hope. What the church needs is less fear. All those things are true, right? We, we, we do need those things, but, but that's not at the core of what we really need. We, we really don't need more faith, although that empowers our life. We, we don't only need more hope because we live in this dark world. What we really need, my friends, is more love. More love of God. That's what we need. We need to make it known to God. We need to make our love known to God, to God's people, to our community, to ourselves. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 settles it. He says three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these things, the greatest is love. Faith without love often becomes self-centered. Hope without love often becomes self-serving. But love, when manifest, always is centered not on self, but on others. I think our culture, unfortunately, babe, is addicted to love, but usually is not convicted by love. We're addicted to love. We, we love to feel the connection of being loved. Mm -hmm. We want to be around people who make us feel loved. We, mm -hmm. we want to be in environments that we can feel safe in and loved in and, and appreciated in and, and celebrated in. And we're, we are looking for love. We really are. Uh, and we're looking for love in all the wrong places. We have, we have this, we're looking for this connection uh, to love. And, and that's why I think at times we really love church, getting in church. Because when we're in church at times, man, we feel loved. We, we're like, we feel loved, especially in churches like ours and our type of church. Because regardless of your race or your color, uh, your, your lifestyle, regardless, uh, your sex, it doesn't matter, man. You, are, you, are lo you feel loved. Many of you have personally connected to the love of God in services. So the house of God for you is so important because that's where you feel loved. That's why we're so much 
wanting to get back. Yeah, it's the deficit that. We Correct. We feel the deficit. I'm not feeling love. Mm -hmm. I need church because I'm I'm lacking feeling loved. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we love ser uh, messages and service about how much God loves us and the promises right. of God for our lives and how much God's love wants to, to to bless us and all those things are true and all those things are good. Yeah. But there is a different road, another road. There is a deeper road, and that is actually being convicted by love. Here's the real question, I think. Are we just addicted to the connection of love? Or are, are we convicted by what love is and does in our lives? The truth is, babe, connection can come and go, right? That's why we can go to a different church sometimes and be like, oh, I don't feel loved here. Mm. Because the environment changed. Right. But... When you are convicted by love, it doesn't matter where you go, that conviction goes with you. Peter had felt that connection to love before the cross, and when he, even in the presence of Jesus, he could deny him because yeah. he didn't feel loved in that environment. He also but, wasn't loving Jesus back. 100%. And that's the, that's, that's the it. Exactly part right. of our, our equation of love, is that we want to be loved, and we want to go where we feel loved, and we want to be reminded that we are loved. But when we have to carry the assignment on our lives of being the conduit of those three things, we start to kind of feel backed into a corner. But I'm entitled, in our mind, correct, but, correct. But I'm entitled to feel those things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm entitled to be the recipient of those things. Correct. Which is why we we end up feeling so much emptier than we even would because we're looking to be filled instead of being one of the carriers of that love. We, we 100%. underestimate 100%. How, how good God is in filling us back up when we decide to be a carrier of that love to another person. He, in his goodness, ends up filling us up give more than it, someone else ever could. Give and it shall be given. given. Pressed out, shaken together. Better to give than to receive. And, yeah. uh, and you know, and what you just said about cup. Uh, when the Lord is my shepherd, my cup overflows. When my when I keep that connection with Him close yeah. to me, there's an overflowing. And I think that's why. But we make this decision that we have to be filled first. Correct. And yes, to a certain degree, with certain theologically, like yes, you can't give away what you don't have. Blah blah blah. But we are looking to be filled to what we would say is our capacity before we can then turn around and give him away correct love making love known right making love known and that's the that's the lie is that if i just if i if i know the love of jesus i have enough uh he, he who supplies seed to the sower will supply seed mm -hmm. to you i love what peter says um in first peter uh 1 it says since you have purified your souls since you've won the wage the the, the war in by how by obeying the truth through the holy spirit in sincere love for the brother, love one another fervently. With sincere love, that word sincere means without hypocrisy. We can't wear the mask of love. We actually have to make love known. Mm -hmm. Just as we close, church, that, that really is what D and I and our team this year, this not just this year, this new journey, this new route of church, is not just saying, we're not going to change making people feel loved when they walk in. Don't get me wrong. But, and, and, and the word and the message are still going to be powerfully and strong and centered around who Jesus is. But the truth is, 
when we start to ask ourselves, am I convicted by love? The questions actually change. When we say, am I convicted, convicted by love? The questions change. We should talk about it that. It goes... Don't... Let, let's make... You know what? Let's just turn this into three weeks. Because I know what you have on there, and I don't want to rush through it now because there's... Because I know that I had to read this three times to get it into me. So I just just on cool. the fly right now because you knew that you, there was so much to share that I actually feel like that that push to do do another week of putting this kind of picture in front of you because it is it, it's like turning a ship right now. Yeah. And um, when you know when we do come back together, the the heartbeat of the church will be the same. But some of the fabric is going to be different. And so this is very important that we get this inside yeah, of us um, from like leadership, right, to all sides. Um, so this is, I think that, I think that instead of trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great. No, it, absolutely. I think if once they know what it is, it, it, they'll realize no, it's super I, important. No, absolutely. And, 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 and I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. So look, we're, we're going to, we just want to pray with you right now because if you want to be a part of really receiving the love of God for your life. Um, and then making him know that you love him back by giving him your life. Yeah. Um, because that's what this is about. It's not just knowing God loves us. It gives us the ability to love him back, something we could never do before. Um, it comes by asking Jesus mm -hmm. to be Lord and Savior of your life. Not by your work, but by his. Mm -hmm. It's free gift. If that's what you're looking for today, and I hope it is, mm -hmm. no matter if you've ever prayed this before or not, you want to start your year off by giving him your life. Today is the day. Let's pray this together. It's this simple. Amen. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you my life. All that I am. All that I have. All that I ever will be. I give to you now. I'm asking you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my sin. Cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. Cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Make me your child. Make me your child. From this day forward. From this day forward. And forevermore. And forevermore. I choose. I choose. To make your love known. To make your love known. With everything I am. With everything I am. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if that is the first time that you've been praying that, would you pray that prayer? We want to let you know that. We're celebrating because all of heaven is celebrating. Mm. And it is the most precious thing that you could ever give back to Jesus is your life. And if you want to understand what that means a little bit more, if you want to understand, well, what does my life look like now? We have a free book that we'd yes. love to send your way. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. It was written by uh, Pastor Rick Campani. He's a pastor in our church. This is also the book that we give away through uh, TKC, that Kingdom Crumb food, food Truck that we mentioned earlier. If you would like to receive this, we would love to send this to you for free so you can send your name and your mailing address to the link provided, and we would love to get that out to you. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, uh, uh, pay attention. Um, stay tuned for... Uh, uh, TKC um, outreach that we're continuing to do uh, so many things that are happening uh, in partnership with Carson Wentz's A1 Foundation Carson we love you uh, thanks for all you guys give um, yeah. and and talking about giving um, we, we really look all that we do uh, is and, and can do is because you give and dependent on giving um, and so I really want to encourage you to start off this year. And I know usually January is always hard because we've spent so much money at Christmas mm -hmm. and all the bills come. And I get it. I really do. We're all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. But I, I want to take a different route this year. Uh, 
You know, when you honor God with the first fruits, he blesses the rest. That's what the word of God says. You mentioned something that I actually were, it was in my notes for, for offering, but you said, Joshua says, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. He said, doesn't matter any, what everyone else is doing. Man, everyone else can go their way. I'm going to serve the Lord. Man, can I encourage you this year? Uh, as uh, no matter whether you are uh, a mom or a dad, whether you're a teenager, whether you are single today, engaged, hopefully soon to be engaged, uh, along the pathway to being engaged, whatever you are this year, can I really encourage you uh, to make that statement? As for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. And one of the ways that you do that, one of the ways that you make your love known back and you serve Him is actually by giving into these moments. This is how church works. This is what community life looks like. This is how we continue to do what we do, uh, both in your life, in your family's life, and in the community's life. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to say, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start tithing this year. I'm going to start giving this year in a real way, choosing to serve the Lord with everything I've got. You can give, uh, you can go right to the Linktree app that's there. You can go to it now. You can give uh, you can set up uh, an automatic time to give as well if that's something that you want to do. Um, and I want to encourage you to be a part of that. I want to thank you for, for yeah. that. We, we finished really well this year yeah. uh, because you guys continue to give. Thank you so thank much. You. Uh, in the midst of all this, man, thank you for continuing to give. Deep gratitude. De no, truly. Deep, deep gratitude. Tr it's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, babe, we, we have some stuff coming up. Um, okay, what do we have up? We got coming up this. Uh, <laughs> listen, there's there's no chat room this week at, or shoulder to shoulder this week. They start next week, um, and chat room is taking on a new face of really kind of teaching some cool stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm excited about that. <laughs> um, I, it gets to, uh, part of my gifting that's different yes. than what you get on Sunday morning yeah. uh, out, and I'm really excited about that. Um, shoulder to shoulder is our, our women's ministry, a discipleship. That's going to start next week. This week, Forged, our men's discipleship is starting because men lead the way. Um, oh come on, men, men, men. <laughs> no, the, the, the truth is, like, if you... Look, can I just say this? If you are a man, if you are a dad, uh, if you are a husband right now, if you are a young man uh, that wants to seek after God, even if you have not been enforced, go to Linktree, right. sign yeah. up right now, be a part of it, make a different road. There's a yeah. different road. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing time and time again, expecting a different result. If I want something different tomorrow, got to put something different in my life today. I'm believing men. There are men who are watching this, listening to this right now. As your pastor, I'm calling for a different way. As, a pa as your pastor, I'm asking you to be willing to lead your families, lead this church. Come on, yeah. lead. But in order to lead, you need to be, become a disciple, not just be a believer, not just be a church attender. You need to be a disciple of Jesus. Jesus didn't call us to be believers. He called us to be disciples and so that's my spiel for men right now but i do love you guys and go look don't even wait because you give time after this uh to your soul your soul will find a thousand reasons why you don't have time you've got time i don't like zoom meetings i don't either but you know what <laughs> listen a zoom meeting is better than no meeting yeah come on some discipleship is better than no discipleship so get involved serve the lord come yeah. on dude Come on, Dave. All right, well, we have one minute left. I saw you, like, stretching all that out. <laughs> we have a countdown that haunts us in front of us. It and does. you did good, honey, because we have 50 seconds left. So we just want to say we love you. We have been praying for you. Yeah. We've been praying over you. We've been speaking the word over you. We've been praying in the spirit of heaven for you. So we want you to know that we love you. Thank you for letting us be with you today. Thank you for being with us today. 
Thank you for giving. Yes. Thank you for showing up, church. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this house. We love you so much. We hope you have a fantastic Sunday. And we will